Hello, welcome to the show. And uh, yeah, today I am going to um, kind of like um, talk about today's news in XR, AR, VR. So let's see my screen. Okay. So yeah, so pretty much this show is like freestyle. And uh, yeah, uh, basically I check, um, I pretty much check the um, news every day. So pretty much this is kind of like I read or I look at the news and then you we we read together. So yeah, so this is pretty much free form and there's no pressure. All you need to do is just join and look at the news with me and share some of your thoughts about the news. Yeah, so very, like it's extremely flexible and no pressure. It's not a presentation, formal presentation, but yeah, I just want to, you know, start this show. So, you know, it forced me or it make me to read news every day. And it also, you know, helps, you know, everyone to kind of like, you know, keep up and then also help the community, build the community. And then we all share, we all share our knowledge. So yeah, so that's the the, the goal for this, this um, I would say clubhouse uh, event. And uh, in the future, um, yeah, I don't know, finding someone to, um, kind of like read news with me. Yeah, and then we can chat or interview or something. Yeah, I don't know. So right now it's just me and I will keep working on it. And if you know me, you know that if I say I'm going to work on it, I will definitely work on it because I say what I, I do, whatever I say. So yeah, so I, and I wish this a show can stay pretty long. Yeah, and I need to wake up and then before, you know, before this show, pretty much I, I go out and walk and then, you know, do all the exercise stuff. Okay, so let's take a look about today's um, news. So pretty much every time when I, oh, um, every time when I uh, look at the news, I just type AR and then see what's new. So yeah, AR texts are perfect. Uh, let, let's see, in weird today, you can see air tags are perfectly boring function functional feature of AR. Okay, so it seems like, okay, so let's take a look of this one. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, need air tags, okay. Are perfectly boring. Okay, it seems like I have to subscribe. Okay, so it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's take a look of other other news. Air tag. Okay, so let's see. Okay, so uh, the first news is that Apple Apple takes on tile with AR ready air tags tracking device. Okay, so what's air tag? Yeah, does anybody know what's air tag means? <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's find out. Uh, in a new rare announcement of a completely new product category, Apple today introduced AR tags. Okay, by the way, this article is from ARS, uh, 
technica, technica, something like that. Yeah. So artstechnica.com. Uh, okay. So in their news um, today, in their news, they they wrote about um, Apple just introduced AR techs, a tile-like personal location device. Oh, I see. Yeah, before when I was working for a crowdfunding agency, we had a lot of products similar like this. It's like, you know, because sometimes we forget our keys or forget our, you know, per, like purse or I forgot. Sometimes I just forgot my keys. I think my keys is the, the, the thing that I always put somewhere and I couldn't find. Or my phones. Yeah, my phones. So this will be great because, for example, if I put this tag, okay, so that's, if I put this tag to, you know, to my phone or to my key, then I can pretty much find it, right? So AR tags can be placed in our um, personal um, uh, processions to be tracked with the Find Me app. Oh, oh, I see. So because I use that app, when like I, I I don't really use that app because there's no need, right? But with this uh, AR tag or like air tags or air tags, you know, people will likely to use it more, right? So yeah, so I think this will be awesome, right? Because yeah, there are it, it's so hard to find, you know, um, our possessions, but with this type types of like AR tags, um, yeah, and people can find things very easily. So let's take a look. Um, the the new devices play a uh, play off Apple's work in bringing augmented reality features to its device. Users will be able to lift their phone cameras and see the locations of the AR tags positioned. Oh, this is pretty cool. Let's take a look. Okay, so yeah, so this is great. Um, but I wish if this, you know, AR tag can be augmented reality. For example, you know, I scan and I can see something and I can see, you know, there's a dot similar to um, Google, um, Google AR, right? So yeah, so if you can see my screen, you can see, uh, you know, this is amazing. Okay, so my find uh, the find me app will have new tab call items for following whatever the AR tags are attached to. Users will also receive notifications when they are separated from their items. This is great. This is great. Which could help them avoid losing their things to be being with begin with. Okay, so for example. Um, um, I was remember a few years ago, I was sitting um, in Texas, right, in, inside Texas, and I lost my wallet. Yeah, so if, because I just, you know, I was looking at my wallet and I got a lot of, you know, luggage and backpack. And so when I see it, when I take took it out and I kind of misplaced, or some some something else, and then I, I actually I couldn't find it back. So if um, you know, if I can use AR text, that would be great. Yeah. So, and 
I would say $29 for AR, AirTag is fine, right? And $99 a pack of four. Yeah, I think it, this is a pretty good deal. Okay, so let's go back and see what's new. Okay, so pretty much yesterday we covered a lot like IKEA and uh, also IKEA. Yesterday we covered IKEA, Amazon Salon, and let's see. Okay, so this news is called Has Snap Laid the Foundations for AR to be Taken Seriously? Okay, so yeah, so this article was written by John. McCarthy, um, yeah, and it's the article is in the drum.com, D-R-U-N, the drum.com. Okay, so uh, let's take a look of this article. Um, augmented reality AR tech matures during the pandemic. Yes, because right now, for example, like um, AR really helps e-commerce, right? Um, e-commerce booming. For example, like right now in home, we don't know, we, we couldn't go out and shop. So I know like looking at the real goods, the real product is the best scenario. But um, if you couldn't go out, then let's go back to the second option, which is AR. Uh, pretty much you can use AR to, um, you know, look at your product to to see everything. So for some clients, the shiny new gimmick becomes a brand building product sell, selling reality. So you see, uh, there are a lot of showcase, for example, like a lot of cosmetics uh, companies, they use AR to do, you know, a lot of filter or a lot of product trial for cosmetics company. So yeah, so you see, um, and for example, like for cosmetics industry. Uh, before girls would go out uh, and try on some um, some lipsticks. But right now, since there you know the pandemic, right? So it's really hard for uh, people to really really wants to get uh, the you know contact. And since there are so many stores closed. So I would say AR probably one of the best choice if you want to buy lipsticks or buy some cosmetics or you know try on some clothes, try on some shoes. So yeah, so this is definitely help also accelerate um, you know the um, digital transformation as well. So first, um, you know, Snapchat, Snap, launch its AR lens in 2015. Wow, pretty much, I would say six years ago, which inspired a rainbow format and animated hot dog lenses that have come to define the app. So at the beginning, we all think that our AR is like Snap. So pretty much people um, think of AR, they think of like, oh, doggy ears, right? and some rainbows, right? And then, uh, you know, some fun stuff. But um, nobody really kind of do a lot of the, of the practical part. It's more about fun part, right? 
But right now, because of pandemic, it really changes the way that we see the world or we perceive the world. AR becomes a really, really uh, good, um, you know, uh, stuff. So let's see the the video. So you can see. Yeah, the first Snapchat sponsor lenses. Okay, so Snapchat start. Like doing the AR filter and then start to integrate with a lot of fun campaigns and a lot of media start featuring um, those campaigns. So yeah, and it got a lot. It, it got a lot of uh, attractions. So yeah, so pretty much that's see. Um, uh, this has been years in marketing right, in AR marketing, snap first master face mapping in the selfie camera and cos uh, cosmetics were naturally the closest uh, client feed. So uh, you see start from campaign feature to uh, face filter and to, you know, like a lot of different try on stuff, right? If you see Gucci, Gucci Beauty, you can see like the girl, um, yeah, like doing a lot of different uh, cosmetics try on. So right now, 75% of a Snap's daily audience interacts with AR. It boosts 265 million active users globally. So you see like this AR does helps, um, you know, users to know <clears throat> to know more about the product and uh, to get, you know, to, so, so people will like to buy the product once they think the product fits themselves. So, yeah, so you can see right now. Hmm, yeah, so you can see parts of, yeah. Right now, um, this year, AR finally became a performance channel as e-commerce strategies were forced to mature, right? And then, yeah, so so you see that uh, the question is whether Snap affords enough scale to uh, warrant the effort of building those experience. So if 75% of Snapchat users use branded lenses, uh, how far can they reach beyond the audience, right? So yeah, so pretty much, I would say that this is a pretty good uh, business right now. Before people just think that, uh, you know, it's not like AR lens is just full fun, right? But right now it has practical service. Okay, so this is today's news as well. Okay, so let's see what's, what's new. Okay, so in daily hive, dailyhive.com, uh, today's news, uh, uh, the author's name is Daniel Chow. Yeah, and the title is Massive New Augmented Reality Neutral um, Unveiled in Downtown Vancouver. Okay, so yeah, so pretty much a new augmented reality AR new raw new raw that raised uh, nearly 300,000 for St. Paul's Hospital has been unveiled in downtown Vancouver. 
So okay, so this is kind of a new. Um, okay, so that's uh, is this the one? Okay, so um, the AR Mura has created by Vancouver artist Indra One with eighteen more than eighteen hundred unique pixels. Each represent a person who supported uh, the St. Paul's Foundation campaign. Components of the 80 by 33.5 uh, foot mural can be animated by scanning QR code and are placed at the key social distance spot at the viewing location. Wow. Oh, wow. This is pretty cool. So, pretty much. Uh, the artists use, you know, the headshot of people who uh, help donate monies for uh, the foundation, and they uh, uh, and created a beautiful art. And people can scan the QR code, and from the safe distance, they can see uh, uh, the um, um, the beautiful art. You can see the art is someone take the flowers, but all those small pixels was uh, formed by donors uh, headshot, which is amazing. Okay, this project has shown us that like the mosaic art piece. Yeah, it's pretty much like mosaic pieces, but all the small pixel was formed uh, by uh, someone's face, right? So people and organizations within our community can have greater impact when they come together. Yeah, so yeah, this is a pretty good, I would say, art piece because this has a really deep meanings by you know combining everyone together, use everyone's power, it forms a beautiful um, image. And it's really good because you know, right now is post-pandemic time, so we need to keep uh, six feet, like the the social distance from each other. So this is perfect. So yeah, so you we've seen how donations as small as five dollars can have compound effect, and we are thrilled at the community has rallied behind the intuitive. So yeah, so I think this is a great way of you know doing this. It's a great way of doing this. So yeah, so. Mm, Okay, so let's take a look of virtual reality. Okay, so um, yeah, fitness, let's take a look. Okay, so in New York Times today, the news is, oh, this article is by Alina Tugend. Yeah, in New York Times. Okay, so let's see. Meet virtual reality, your new physical therapist. Wow, virtual reality becomes a physical therapist. While use of, um, of the game technology for improving physical alignment is still in early stage, it shows promise and it's fine. Okay, so let's take a look of um, take a look of this. Wow, so pretty much you wear a VR headset and inside you can learn a lot of uh, stuff and which can help you recover from your injury so 
Okay, four years ago, Michael Ash was riding his motorcycle on the University of Mexican campus when a rotten tree fell on him and snapped his neck, causing him to permanently lose use of lower half of his body. Wow, this is intense. Okay, so he spent weeks in intensive care and then went impassion re oh, went to impassion rehab for more than two months. Okay, about halfway through his rehab stint, his occupational therapist asked, asked whether he was interested in trying VR for his therapy. Okay, so he, yeah, and it was a game, right? And he recalled what I really enjoyed was being an ego trying to get through rings. He said, describing a VR experience from an emotional standpoint coming off an injury where I, I lost the majority of the use of my body, VR pushes the boundary of what I thought was possible. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, VR can definitely change uh, people's uh, cognitive cognition. So um, <clears throat> I would say um, because it's a closed environment. So this can definitely help uh, people to, uh, you know, change their mind setting. For example, like in neuroscience, there's a professional term called the limber um, uh, phantom, phantom limbs, which means that someone, if for example, if someone lost his legs, but he still can feel the pain. For example, if doctor kind of use needles, trying to poke then the invisible legs, he can actually feel the pain, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's kind of like there's a certain mapping inside our brain that matches our limbs. Yeah, some neuro, neuron dots, something like that. So. So this is definitely helpful because by changing your brain, you change the way you function, your limbs, right? You, you And 90% of our sense is from eyes. So by covering your eyes and switch your environment, you, if you think you can walk, and actually there's a mapping inside your brain that you know stimulate that part. So maybe you couldn't walk your you know, your, your leg is pretty much uh, fucked up and staying there. But um, the interesting thing is that if you think you can walk, it stimulates some part of your brain and your phantom limbs works. And then this will stimulate your actual limbs. So yeah, so this is a very interesting cognitive or, or you know, like the, the brain works. So yeah, so yeah, so I would say um, this VR can definitely helps people to you know to um, to to feel happy or comfortable or feel safe to do and more willing to to their rehab, right? For one thing, it's simple, simply a lot of fun than traditional rehab exercise. Yeah. I remember before I I played badminton 
and then I got injured for my, my knee was injured because of one of the contests. And I was on the wheelchair for more than one year in my high school. And every week, I, I would say every day, I would, after school, I need to go to rehab center and do all the boring exercise, like lift my, my legs, like, you know, sit down or doing some small kicking stuff. So that is really boring. But imagine you wear a VR headset and play a game such as flying or, you know, riding horses or some, some interesting stuff. Yeah, and this might change all the, you know, the whole rehab system. Okay. So, yeah, so let's see. Oh, yeah, the therapist could also adjust all the settings with the program. That's great because some people might get bored. Some people, like, everyone is different. So customization is always good. So, yeah, so, oh, Bloom Blast. Yeah, imagine you can, you know, do a lot of things and destroy the bloom rather than you know the reality is that you are kind of doing something and trying to move your hand with a boring machine thing so yeah cool so let's take a look yeah that's really good yeah you see like start start from rehab but in the future you know maybe people can do grocery shopping and dishwashing right so hmm, this is a very very good uh, way to apply okay so let's take a look <clears throat> in a uh, arcdaily.com arcdaily.com okay so Let's take a look. Uh, the title is Layering of Realities, V-R-A-R-M-A-R, as Future Environmental Rendering. Wow, this is pretty cool. So yeah, so this article is written by Dima Stuhi. Okay, so working remotely throughout the past years has accelerated the introduction of new approaches to real-time rendering. And with it, the new necessity was born. How can a person feel physically present inside a space without actually being there? Wow, this is deep. Um, ultimately, designers resolve the, the real world, a vast realm of interactive build environments that can be um, accessed from the comfort of one's home. Even the tool utilized, such as headset and goggles, have become more uh, accessible to the vast majority of the public and being sort, sold at the low price than the initial wear. Uh, we have become accustomed to build, modify, and navigate between different environments, going back and forth between what is real and what is a truth. The virtual becomes the new normal. Wow. So VR, AR, MR, those different, uh, you know, um, realities can help us to shape our life. So before we have a lot of public arts, right? In different cities, so we have parks, but now with the digital layers, we can put a lot of uh, flavors or textures on top of the existing um, space, right? Uh, so yeah, we are no longer separate from the glass screen. We are actually part of 
um, the, the screens, right? So inter by integrating the, the screens or the cyber part um, of, of it, then we actually turn ourselves become a cyber. Yeah, pretty much. We will, yeah, actually your physical body and your virtual body, right? And your virtual space and your physical space, when it's all blended, then who we are? Are we really the person that we were born or we have different identity in other spaces, right? So this is a really good question. So yeah, as complex as VR, AR may seem, but the use of computer technology to create a simulated environment has helped accelerate the facility, the process of arch architectural visualization. Okay, so before when architect, when they build, um, when they um, trying to plan a building, they need to draw on the paper. But right now, since AR, VR, MR just, you know, flourish, you can pretty much you know, use 3D or use ARVR to generate and visualize uh, the real size environment, right? So this is definitely, yeah, as for the future, it is evident that we will juggle between one reality and another effortless, uh, reconnecting with distant people and explore places virtually, time and place will become nothing more than more of a concept. Wow, this is totally a, a sci-fi uh, article. So pretty much in the future, um, yeah, in the future, this VR will be rendering on top of the world, right? VR will be more immersive one, while AR will be more in real time one. So, you know, yeah, and everything will become so much easier. Not written information overload, but more image or video, right? Or a game, those fun stuff will be replayed. Well, kind of like have uh, its own voice out of, you see right now we read books, we read articles, but in the future we watch movies, right? Or we interact or gamified some interesting part, right? So it will make it more human, right? So yeah, so, wow, so yeah, cool, cool. Okay, so I think that's for today and thank you for joining me and then I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.